Good evening from the Ketchell Gymnasium in the Williams Field House on the campus of the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater. I'm Don Wadowitz, joined by our studio engineer, Radio Ron, back at the Kicks 106.5 studios. Thanks for joining us this evening for Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball. Tonight's pregame on Kicks 106.5, brought to you by Fort Healthcare Therapy and Sports Center and Orthopedic Associates. Well, again, if you're just tuning in, for the first time this year, just to give you a little bit of a recap on how this 2021 season's going to go. Eight game home and home schedule, two divisions, Whitewater in the East with Oshkosh, this Platteville team they'll play tonight, and Stevens Point. Schools will play six games in their division in the WIAC and one crossover series. That crossover for Whitewater will be against UW Stout and for Platteville, they will have UW Lacrosse. Crossover games will be played next week, the final week of the season. All teams will make the WIAC tournament, the winner of the tournament. Well, they would have gotten an automatic bid into the NCAA tournament. However, the NCAA announced that there would not be a winter sports tournament at the Division III level, so that is done. However, D3Hoops.com announced this week that they are looking at kind of an alternative to the NCAA, perhaps an NIT type of tournament for Division Three basketball. And they've surveyed coaches. They've got a lot of responses, in particular from the men's side, overwhelming support that teams want to do that. And so they're exploring that option. So there may still be some sort of postseason even after the WIAC tournament for, for the team that wins that. Platteville comes into tonight. They are ranked number 11 in the top 15 in D3Hoops.com's weekly poll for February 14th. Yes, a top 15 because the number of teams that have opted out aren't playing for whatever reason. They've dropped that from a 25, top 25, to a top 15. So Platteville at number 11. Whitewater coming into tonight. They are 1-2 and two on the season. Only three games. Warhawk fans will remember last week's game at Oshkosh was postponed because of COVID-19 protocols. In the series history, the series is led by Platteville 110 to 107 all time. So a very close all-time series between these two teams. Now, under Head coach Pat Miller, Whitewater, 29 and 15 under Coach Miller. 15 and seven at home. But Platteville has won the last three meetings. The last Whitewater win came two years ago and a couple of days ago on February 13th, 2019, a 58-49 home win. Whitewater, has struggled a little bit over the past couple of seasons. They had their first overall losing season under Coach Miller last year, seven and 18 overall, two and 12 in the WIAC, and three straight sub 500 WIAC seasons now, two and 12, six and eight, six and eight. Platteville, they finished 23 and five overall last season, 12 and two in the WIAC, and they won the WIAC Conference Championship. It was their second WIAC title in three seasons now. Platteville lost to St. Thomas in the second round of the NCAA tourney, 73-70.
Now that's a game that you would have thought would maybe have been further down the line because at the time, Platteville ranked eighth in the country. St. Thomas was ranked fourth. Of course, St. Thomas now Division One. Pioneers, they finished the season ranked 12th in the country last year. Their head coach, Jeff Gard, yes, brother of Greg Gard, the UW coach, earned WIAC Coach of the Year, National Association of Basketball Coaches, All-District Coach of the Year, D3Hoops.com Central Region Coach of the Year, and to top it all off, the cherry on top, the National Jack Bennett Man of the Year honor. As we said, Platteville currently ranked 11th in that D3Hoops.com top 15 poll for this week. UW Oshkosh, they're also ranked in that poll. They're 13th, and UW Lacrosse was ranked. They dropped out, but they are still receiving votes as Oshkosh 2 and 1 on the season. Platteville, they average 76 points a game. They give up about 73 points a game for Whitewater. You kind of flip that one. They give up about 75 points a game, and they, and they score about 73 points a contest. Whitewater, very good field goal shooting, 53% by far. Tops in the conference. Platteville coming in at 46% puts them right in the middle. When you look at shooting from the outside, Whitewater shooting 38%, but they've taken the least number of three-point attempts of any WIAC team, just 47 the next closest is Eau Claire at 65. Whitewater shooting about 38%. Platteville has taken the second most long balls, 100 of them, and they've made 28, so shooting 28% from distance. And free throw wise, Platteville 73% as they've taken 70 free throws on the season. That is most in the conference. Whitewater, they are at 68% when it comes to shooting from the line. Rebounding, maybe an advantage for Whitewater. Platteville minus three on the season per game margin and the rebounding. Whitewater, a little bit in the positive, a plus 1.3 for the Hawks. So a couple of things that you're looking for there. Can Whitewater, can they keep those shooting percentages up? Uh, field goals, again, excellent when it comes to field goal percentage. They have the number one player in the conference in Jack Brom. He's shooting 75%. The point guard, Gage Malensic, he is at 53% shooting. Platteville, they do counter with Justin Stovall. Their senior, 69%. That is second in the conference in field goal percentage. Stovall also fourth in the conference in rebounding, 7.3 rebounds. And Kyle Tuma has six rebounds a game. The interesting thing, Whitewater, in the positive when it comes to rebounding margin compared to Platteville, who is minus, but Whitewater does not have a player in the top 10 in rebounding in the conference. Gage Malensic, he is second in the conference, averaging 3.67 assists per game. Quinton Shields for Platteville, he is fifth at 3.25 assists per contest. From distance, Briante Hunt, he's third in the conference for Whitewater, shooting 60%, but just three of five on the season. Malensic, five of 10 for Whitewater. Kyle Tuma of Platteville, also five of 10. They're in the top 10 in three-point shooting. Assist to turnover ratio, Quinton Shields, he protects the ball very well. A 1.44 assist to turnover ratio for Shields, which ranks him fourth 
in the conference, and that's one one area for Platteville where they where they excel, and that'll be something that Whitewater have to see if the Hawks can uh, can take advantage of that and and turn it around in that way because Platteville very good when it comes to the uh, to the plus minus margin on turnovers on the season. So that's where we're at right now. We're just about ready for tip here from the Ketchel Gymnasium. They're going to go through introductions and the national anthem. And when we bring it back, we will give you the starters for tonight's game. It's the 1-2 Whitewater Warhawks and the 3-1 11th ranked Platteville Pioneers. That coming up in a minute here on Kicks 106.5. The recorded national anthem here at the Ketchel Gymnasium. And now let's take a look at the starters for tonight's men's game between the Warhawks and the Pioneers. Of course, the women playing right now at Williams Fieldhouse in Platteville on the Bo Ryan Court. And we will keep you up to date on, the, on that game as well. For the Pioneers, they will start a six-foot senior. Number one, Drew Gunning out of Brandon, Wisconsin. He has started four games, averaging 7.3 points a game. All of the starters for Platteville are their standard five. Five-nine senior, number four, Quinton Shields out of Chicago, averaging 15.8 points, three rebounds, and 3.3 assists. A 6'5", junior out of Valders, Wisconsin, number five, Kyle Tuma, averaging 10 points and six rebounds. A 6'2", freshman out of Appleton, number 14, Logan Pearson, 10.5 points, 4.3 rebounds. And a 6'7", senior out of Chicago, number 30, Justin Stovall, 17.3 points, 7.3 rebounds. Again, that's Gunning. Shields, Tuma, Pearson, and Stovall under head coach Jeff Gard in his 12th season, 183 and 117, 6'10", overall winning percentage. For Whitewater, they will start a six-foot sophomore, number three, Gage Malensic, out of Brookfield, averaging 21.7 points, four rebounds, 3.7 assists. 6'3", freshman out of Vernon Hills, number 12, John Atunis, he gets his first start, coming off a career-high nine points where he played 26 minutes, having played just 21 minutes the whole rest of the season, averaging 3.7 points a game. 6'1", freshman out of Menominee Falls, Wisconsin, number 23, J.T. Hoytink, seven points a game. 6'5", junior out of Bayside, Wisconsin, number 24, Jack Brom, 12.7 points, 3.3 rebounds. And a 6'6 sophomore out of McFarland, number 33, Trayvon Chisholm, 11.7 points and four rebounds. Again, Malensic, Itunis, Hoytink, Brom, and Chisholm under Pat Miller in his 20th season, 394 and 143 overall, a 734 winning percentage, 198 and 99 in conference play. And the opening tip will be controlled by Platteville and Shields. Shields bring it across as they go left to right in their blue jerseys, white numbers, highlighted in orange and white trim. Gives off to Gunning, who gets it to the middle for Stovall. Stovall straight on, gives back to Shields, moving on the right wing with 10 on the shot clock. Over to the left, Tuma swings it underneath, outside the blocks on the left side for Stovall. Couple dribbles, finds himself in front of the net, and a nice little one-handed shot by Stovall as he got straight on with the basket. 
is good, and it's a two-zip Platteville lead, 40 seconds into the game. Hoyt Inc. on the left wing, Shields on the guard, Brom outside the blocks as he's able to slip around Tuma but misses the shot and the rebound grabbed by Platteville and Pearson. Pearson gives to Shields on the right wing. Shields moving to his left, using a screen at the free throw line, out to Stovall for three. Short off the near side of the rim, bounces a couple of times, and the rebound grabbed by Brom for Whitewater. Moving right to left in their white jerseys with purple lettering and numbers. Malensic at the free throw line, down the right blocks, trying to find space, pivoting on that foot, and he's able to get free and get to the rim, and we're knotted up at two apiece with a minute and 20 gone in our first half. Straight on for Tuma, gives off over to the left side for Pearson. Pearson, guarded by Tunis. They swing to the top to Gunning, who goes over to the right wing, guarded by Malensic, gives to Stovall. Reset the offense with 10 on the clock. Tuma straight between circles, gives to Shields. Shields down the left blocks against Hoyting. Can't get it to fall, and the rebound is grabbed by Brom again for Whitewater. Hawks, Malensic straight on at the free throw line, kicks it out for Hoyting, finds the lane, tries to dish off for Chisholm. The ball goes out of bounds, and it is out off of Whitewater. It'll be Platteville basketball. Two minutes gone here in our first half. 2-2 the score. Some pressure by Whitewater, but just light as they inbounded to Gunning, and he gets it back over to Tuma to bring across the timeline. They swing it to Gunning in the right corner. He dribbles out with the left hand. Shields to Tuma on the left wing. Stovall outside the blocks on the left side. Backs up Chisholm, finds the lane, and nice little scoop by Stovall to give it. Platteville a 4-2 lead, two and a half minutes into our first half. Brahm on the outside on the left side to Hoytink. Over to the right to Atunis on the right elbow. He backs it up, resets the offense. Brahm straight on. Malensic with 12 on the shot clock on the left wing. Feeds it to Chisholm at the free throw line. Back out to Malensic for three, and it's good. Gage Malensic, all five points for Whitewater. Justin Stovall, all four points for Platteville. The leading scorers for each team. Whitewater with the one-point lead. Three minutes expired. Shields down the right blocks, runs into trouble. Good job not walking as he kicked it out to Pearson. They get it around left side to Tuma. Feeds Stovall outside the blocks on the left side. He pulls up from 12 feet. And the ball may have been partially blocked and Brom with another rebound for Whitewater. Whitewater into the front court. Atunis on the left wing. Chisholm swings it around to Brom on the right wing. Brom gets it to Malensic. A little bit of uh, trouble there with Pearson. Pulls up. High post, left side. Can't get it to fall. Hard off the rim. Ball is still loose. Brom fights for it. And he's able to get it out to Hoytink. Wow. Good effort by Brom. And now they feed it to Brom as he tries to go to the basket, and they're going to say he was fouled on the floor. Tuma picks up his first, and the first against the team, and Justin Fox, along with Blake McCann, will check in for Platteville. Whitewater will inbound. Tunis will inbound it. And he gets it into Hoytink, who dribbles it off his left foot, but is able to recover. Chisholm thought about a three from the left wing, working against Stovall, and it's going to be a foul against Stovall. 
in the blocks, and that'll be his first, and the second against the team. Whitewater will inbound, reset the shot clock to 20. Four minutes gone here in the first half. The Hawks with a narrow one-point lead. Brom in the left corner. Brom working against Fox. Dishes all the way across to the far side to Atunas. Finds a lane. Reverse layup is good. Atunas, the freshman, with a nice-looking move and shot. He's 6 of 8 on the season shooting. And the Hawks lead by three, 7-4 with 15.45 to play in our opening half. Shields outside the blocks on the right side, backing up Hoytink. Little spin move to his right, puts up the layup and can't get it to drop, but he was fouled. He'll be on the line shooting two. That'll be the first against Hoytink. And the first against the team, and that'll take us to a media timeout with 15.41 to play in our opening half. Whitewater with a 7-4 lead. Shields will be at the line when we return in 30. You're listening to Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball and kicks 106-5. Now through the first four-plus minutes, Hawks three of five on field goals, including one of one from outside. Platteville two of five and 0 of one. We talked about rebounding in the pregame, and Whitewater right now plus three in that category, four to one. One turnover by the Hawks, none for Platteville. And points off turnovers, Platteville actually has turned that turnover into two points. Second chance points, Hawks with one offensive rebound that they're able to convert on as well. So Shields will be at the line shooting two. Shields on the season, 72% from distance. He's actually struggling on the season for this year as he's a career 83% free throw shooter. Appearing in his 89th game, having started 59 of them, coming off a 15-point per performance last time, and Shields drops the first one in. Last year, Shields appearing in all 26 games, starting all 26 games, averaging about 29 minutes, and he hits on both. And the Hawks' lead is down to one with 15.40 to play in our first half. Malensic. Gives to a Tunis on the right wing. Checking in for Whitewater off the media timeout was Conahan along with Briante Hunt. Chisholm, a little bunny, but he can't get it to fall. A little too strong off the back iron. And Blake McCann is able to grab it for Platteville. Tuma gives to Shields. Shields works his way around Conahan, down the blocks, to the basket. Doesn't fall, but he'll be at the line again. That foul will go against Conahan. That will be his first. Tonight's play-by-play -play coverage on Kicks 106.5 is brought to you by Lake Country Heating and Cooling, your Bryant dealer in Jefferson County. As Shields' first one is away and good. He has three points, all from the free throw line. And checking in for Whitewater will be Derek Gray. He's appeared in every game now. Also, Bill Stroop Insurance, well-known and respected for providing outstanding customer service to farmers and property owners year after year. Shields... Four for four from the charity stripe and gives Platteville the lead at eight to seven. Ben Probst enters for Platteville, the freshman out of Madison, averaging five and a half points a game. Malensic, underhand pitch to Gray. Hunt on the right wing, looking underneath, is able to find Chisholm cutting down the blocks to the glass and he lays it off the glass and in. And Whitewater takes the lead back, 9-8. 
Five minutes gone here in the first half. On the left wing, Propes. They swing it around right side for McCann. McCann with the left-handed dribble. They swing to Tuma left side. He thought about a three, one dribble, uses it up. Gives to Shields. Shields, nice little scoop layup. And he lays it up and in. He scored the last six points for Platteville now, giving him a 10-9 lead. 14 and a half minutes to play in our opening half. Hunt on the right wing for Whitewater. Malencic straight on, moving to the left wing with the dribble. Now using a double screen to go to the right, and we're gonna have an offensive foul. Tuma underneath with Hunt, and they're gonna call Hunt for the offensive foul. That will be his first and the third against the team. Pioneers with a 10-9 lead with 14-24 to play in the first half. Leading the way is Shields with six. Shields has it, now they swing it around right side for Fox. Back to the left to Propes. One dribble, gives to Shields, left wing, 10 on the shot clock, pulls up, short left corner jumper, too strong. Rebound hauled in by Propes. They get it straight on for Tuma, and Tuma, five of 10 on the season, make it six of 11 from distance as he becomes the third Platteville player to score in the game. And they have a four point lead, 13 to nine with 13.40 to play. Gray circling around and getting to the net from the right side is able to lay it off the rim and in. And Gray pulls Whitewater to within two, 13 and a half minutes to play in our opening half. McCann working against Conahan. They swing it to Tuma on the left side, and we're going to have an offensive foul. That one will go against Probst, his first, and the third team foul. A lot of substitutions. Atunis and Hoynink in for Whitewater. Alex Rainey, a Lake Mills alum, checking in along with Pearson into the game. Stovall back in. And Gunnink also for the Pioneers as they nearly do a full line substitution. They keep Tuma in there and that's it. Whitewater basketball, chance to tie it here. Gray gives left side. The three is good. Will Schultz, who checked in as well, drops it in, his first triple of his career for the freshman from Brookfield. And Whitewater leads by one with 13 minutes to play in the first half. On the right wing with the basketball was Rainey. They swing it around to Tuma. Tuma finds Stovall, short left corner. Stovall trying to back up Schultz. He's able to get about six feet in front of the basket and he's dropped a couple in from there now and he's got half a dozen. Pioneers with a one point lead with 12 and a half to play. Hunt on the left wing. They swing it around right side for Atunis. Atunis gives off to Gray. Gray to Schultz. Hands off to Atunis, straight on three, a little too strong off the back iron. The rebound all the way back out to the top of the key to Rainey for Platteville. Tuma working against Hunt, down the right blocks to the glass, and he puts it up and in. Tuma has five points. He came in averaging 10 on the season. Three-point lead for Platteville, 12 minutes to play in the first half. 
Hunt on the right wing, straight on to Schultz, over to the left side for Atunas, straight on Hunt, thought about a three, kicks out to Atunas in the left corner, he's gonna dribble out with the right hand. Schultz, right of the circle, three off the front of the rim, able to get his own rebound, the putback is good. Will Schultz will be at the line, trying to convert the three-point play and give himself a new career high. The foul will go against Rainey, his first. Team's fourth, Fox will check in, and Cam Paskey, who played just down the road at Lakeside Lutheran High School, will check into the game out of the timeout for Platteville as well. We will step away for 30. You're listening to Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on Kicks 106.5. So Will Schultz, the freshman, playing in his fourth game. He's played them all, but last time out against Oshkosh, Career high, five points. He was two of six on field goals. He didn't hit a triple, one of two at the charity stripe. Had six rebounds in 15 minutes on the season. Prior to that, he had recorded just nine minutes of playing time. So making his presence known here early on in this one is Schultz. As he'll be at the line trying to give bring Whitewater to even at 17 and be the leading scorer for the Hawks early on. 11.42 to play in the first half. Schultz at the line. Only two free throws came in the game against Oshkosh on Friday. And Schultz sends it away and is good. And Schultz with a new career high of half a dozen through the first Eight minutes and 18 seconds of this one. And the Hawks have tied it up with the Pioneers at 17 apiece. Gun Inc. on the right wing. They swing it over into the left corner to Pearson. Straight on for Fox. Fox to Gun Inc. who hands it off to Shields with 10 on the shot clock. Shields down the left blocks, gives off to Fox, and Fox on the other side is able to lay it up and in. Fox averaging five and a half points a contest, appeared in 28 games last year and all five so far this year. Etunis on the left wing. One dribble, uses it up, gives to Malencic, who's been quiet. Schultz straight on at the top of the key, fires underneath to Etunis, kicks it out, left corner three, Brom is good. Corner pocket triple for Jack Brom. He's three of five on the season. And Whitewater takes a one-point lead with 10.40 to play in our opening half. Shields on the left wing. His pass to Fox nearly knocked away by Brom. They're able to recover, gets to Gunning. Gunning is cut off by Malencic, trying to circle around baseline. 10 on the shot clock. Gunning, a three from the left wing is good. Gunning, four of 13 on the season from distance. Knocks that one down. He's coming off a season-high 16-point performance on Friday. And now Malencic a three to try and match, and he can't get it to fall off the near side and far side rim, and the rebound is grabbed by Paskey for the Pioneers. They lead 22-20 midway through. Gunning clears space out underneath and is able to give off to Fox as he's falling out of bounds, and Fox lays it up. For a 24-20 lead for the Pioneers, 9.50 to play in the first half. Etunas gives the left wing to Malencic. Malencic trying to get Etunas to move. Uses a Schultz shield at the free throw line. Out to Brom right wing, into the paint, out to Malencic. 
10 on the shot clock, left of the circle. Now he starts with the dribble to reset things. Uses a Schultz screen, nowhere to go. Malensic trying to find space. Sidearm Quisenberry layup is off the back iron and glass. Can't get it to drop. And Rainey, or check that gun ink with the rebound for Platteville going left to right. They lead by four, a three by Shields left wing is good. Shields with nine here in the first half with nine minutes to play. Biggest lead of the game for either team at seven for Platteville. As Whitewater trying to cut into it and we'll have a foul, I believe away from the action. It will be, it's Fox as he was trying to guard. Brahm underneath. McCann, along with Tuma, check in for Platteville. Whitewater will send in Gray, Chisholm, Hunt, and Conahan. Add Malensic, and that's your five. Hunt, or check that, that's Gray at the free throw line, gives to Hunt. Hunt misses a two-footer, a little strong, and the rebound grabbed by Tuma. Shields at the free throw line, a floater, can't get it to drop, and Malensic a big rebound for Whitewater as he went in strong and cleared everybody out with the elbows. Chisholm straight on over the left side to Conahan, straight on for Hunt, and a little help from the back iron, but he gets it to fall. Hunt, four of six from distance on the season, and Whitewater trails by four. Now the Hawks putting some pressure on as Platteville brings it across, and Shields is able to get it across, working against Hunt. Tuma gives to Shields. He feeds Stovall underneath, who had good position, and Stovall has eight points in the game. It's up to a half-dozen point lead with eight to play in the first half for the Pioneers. Hunt, Chisholm straight on a three, and off the front of the rim, can't get it to fall, but Hunt chases down the rebound in the far right corner. He'll reset the offense and gives it to Malensic. Malensic near the far sideline. Between the leg dribble, moving to the left. Malensic at the free throw line, finding space. Spinning out to Hunt, and Hunt walked. Thought about a three. Coming out to contest it was Tuma. Hunt made a move, but didn't put the ball to the court before he did so. And that will lead us to a timeout on the floor. 29-23, the Pioneers lead as Rainey will check in off of the timeout. We'll go ahead and keep it here. And remind you that our coverage of Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball and Kicks 106.5 is brought to you by Fort Healthcare Therapy and Sports Center and Orthopedic Associates and First Citizen State Bank with locations in Whitewater, Palmyra, and East Troy. Checking in on that women's game in Platteville and after the first quarter of play there, it's Pioneers up on the Hawks 13 to nine and a little bit of a surprise early on. See if the Hawks women can get it going here in the second quarter. Leading the way for Platteville, Shields with nine points. Stovall has eight for Whitewater. Will Schultz already a career game with six points. Malensic has five. Rebounds, four players with a rebound apiece for Platteville. Whitewater, Brom leading the way with four. Tuma and Chisholm with blocks for their respective teams. Whitewater shooting 50%, but Platteville 11 of 16. Do the math for you, that's just a tick under 
and they are three of four from distance. The Hawks four of eight from outside. The rebounding, which was in the Hawks' favor after the first media timeout, is now even at seven. We've already had three ties and eight lead changes in this one. Six point lead for Platteville as they inbound far sideline. Get it into Shields. Shields working against Hunt as he tries to bring it across the timeline. Does with a few seconds to spare. Hunt swiping for the ball, can't get it. Shields uses a screen, moving to the right, but Hunt stays on him. And now he finally gives off to Rainey on the left wing. 10 on the shot clock. They get it back to Shields. Shields pulls up for a three from the right wing, but a foul called against Stovall, and that'll be his second. Checking in for Platteville will be Probst. Also coming in will be Fox. Platteville, all their players wearing masks, although at varying levels, some fully covered, some under their noses, whitewater mask free. Platteville, the first team that I've seen wearing masks while they play of the men's and women's games that we've covered here on Kicks 106.5. Right side, Malensic. Malensic looking, gives off to Conahan straight on. Over the left wing for Hunt, pulls up for an open three. It's an uptown ball, living in a downtown world. From Briante, Hunt is second triple of the game, and the Hawks pulled it within three. Hunt guarding Tuma at the free throw line, kicks it back out to Rainey. Rainey looking to go with it somewhere, finally gives to Fox on the right wing. Couple of dribbles with the left hand. They feed underneath for Tuma, trying to back up Hunt with 10 on the shot clock, and Tuma able to hit it mid post from the left side. Tuma with seven points in the contest already. 31-26, the Platteville lead with 6.20 to play here in the first half. Malensic with it on the beak of the Hawk, moving to the left wing with the dribble. Malensic to the right now, on the right wing, and we're gonna have an offensive foul that will go against Chisholm. That will be his first and the fourth against the Hawks. Etunis back into the game for Whitewater. He will replace Conahan. 6-10 to go in our first half, 31 to 26. The lead for Platteville. As they try to extend that, Probst gives off to Rainey. They give to Gunnink on the low right wing. He feeds Tuma outside the blocks on the right side, backing up Hunt, turnaround shot, a little bit shallow off the front of the rim, and the rebound, good hard rebound in there by Chisholm. Tunis gives it to Malensic as Malensic then brings it across. Malensic using a screen to the right side, trying to get rid of Rainey, but can't. Tunis in the right corner. Back to Malensic on the far sideline, working against Rainey. No look pass to Hunt underneath, and Hunt, or check that Gray underneath, and Gray able to lay it off the glass and in. He has four points, and it's a three-point deficit for Whitewater. Malensic all over Rainey as he brings it across, picks up the dribble, gives off to Fox on the right wing. They give to the left side to Gunning. Now Tuma, Tuma driving baseline. Hunt cuts him off. Out to Rainey, Rainey. Find some space and Rainey down the left blocks is able to lay it up and in. Rainey with his first points of the game came in averaging four for the Lake, uh, for the Waterloo native that went to Lake Mills High School. 
Etunis on the left wing, gives to Chisholm straight on. Chisholm down the right block, stops, looking for space against Fox, puts it up, hits it off the near side of the rim, and the rebound is going to be grabbed by Tuma. Rainey on the right wing, guarded by Gray. They swing it around left side for Gunnink. Gunnink, open now, left wing three, can't get it to drop. Hit off the front of the rim, off the opposite side, and out and hunt with the rebound for Whitewater, moving right to left. Straight on. Now they pass it around the perimeter on the left side. Malensic on the left wing, feeds underneath to Hunt. Hunt working in the paint, working around Tuma, and Tuma blocks the shot attempt. Out of bounds, it'll be Whitewater basketball. Shields back in along with Pearson for Platteville. Brom checks in with Schultz for Whitewater. And Hoytink also in for the Hawks. So Malensic and Atunis make your five with those three. Hoytink, right wing. Eight on the shot clock off the inbound. Malensic straight on, moving to the right. Malensic at the free throw line, puts it away, pulls it out, puts it in, and one for Gage Malensic. He's got seven and a chance to make it eight. Foul will go against Gunning. That's his first, but that puts the Pioneers over the limit. Whitewater will be in the bonus shooting the one and one the rest of the way through the final four minutes of the first half. We're going to step away for 30. You're listening to Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on Kicks 106.5. Now Whitewater now leading in rebounding again this one, 10 to 8. 4 to 1 offensive rebounds, which has led to them outscoring Platteville in second chance points, 7 to 3. Hawks trail by 3. Malensic will be at the line shooting one. Very good free throw shooter, 12 of 15 on the season for Malensic. Malensic, after dishing off 11 assists in the first two games, he was shut out last time out for Whitewater. Uh, but tonight he does have one. Malensic's free throw is away off the front of the rim. Can't get it to drop. The rebound is grabbed by Fox for Platteville. Shields brings it across, working against Hoytink. Hoytink picks it up, gives to Fox straight on. They swing it around left wing for Propes. Now they go right side to Shields. Shields, nowhere to go against Hoytink. 10 on the shot clock. Gunnink on the right wing against Atunis. Dribbles to the free throw line. Down the left block, scoop layup. He's able to get it to fall. He's got five points in the game for Gunnink. 35-30, the lead for Platteville. 3.20 to play here in the first half. Straight on Schultz. Atunis left wing being guarded by Probst. Atunis driving baseline, reverse layup is good. Couple times he's done that, coming from opposite sides of the court now. It's a 35-32 lead for Platteville. Three minutes to play in our first half. Gunning, straight on between the circles. Gives over to the right side for Pearson. Out to Gunning for left wing, three, good. 
That is his second triple in the game. He's got eight points. Came in three of 12 from distance, and he's knocked down a couple in this one already. Six-point lead again for Platteville. Biggest lead has been seven. Trying to work underneath was Brom. Nowhere to go, kicks it out to Schultz. Gives off to Malensic on the left wing with 10 on the shot clock. And Malensic is gonna get called for a travel. Dribbled into a double team. And a turnover by Whitewater. Tuma and Rainey check in for Platteville. It'll be Gray and Chisholm for Whitewater. 2.24 to play in our first half. Six-point lead for Platteville. Their biggest lead was seven. Gray trying to put some pressure on Shields as he brings it across, but Shields able to drive by in a battle of number fours. Gunnick on the left side, over to the right side in the hands of Pearson. Pearson a couple of dribbles, gives into the right corner for Rainey. Right wing, Gunnick. They swing it around for Tuma. Now Shields with six on the shot clock. Passed on a three, hands off to Tuma, and Tuma hits on the three. He's got 10 points here in the first half, right at his average, as he's the first player to score in double figures in the game. And it's now a nine-point lead for Platteville with 100 seconds left to play in the first half. Etunis on the right wing. And we're gonna have an offensive foul gonna go against Brom. Underneath in the paint, looked like Brom just maybe backed into Gunnick. 41-32 and Coach Miller wanting to talk to the official saying they've been doing that all game and there's been no call. I could hear it all the way over here. Shields gives to Tuma on the right wing. Back over to Shields, he mishandles it but he's able to chase it down right before the sideline. Rainey between the arcs, Tuma on the left wing with 10 on the shot clock. Rainey left wing. They swing it around right side for Gunning. Trying to work his way around Brom and he stepped out of bounds. Trying to drive baseline, started to lose his balance, tried to toss it out and had already stepped out. So it'll be Whitewater basketball. For Platteville, just their third turnover of the game. Hawks with six so far here in the first half with a minute to go in our opening half. Malensic straight on, a mask comes flying off of somebody from Platteville, a Tunis straight on now. Couple of dribbles gives back to Malensic. Malensic with 10 on the shot clock at the free throw line. Leaves for a Tunis, mid post left side. And he was fouled as he tried to find his way in the paint, working through a double team. He'll be at the line shooting the bonus. That's the second on Gunning. And a Tunis one for one on the season. He's out of Stevenson High School in Vernon Hills, Illinois. Two-time all-area and all-conference player. Checking in for Platteville will be Fox. He'll replace Gunning. A Tunis. Trying to cut into this Platteville lead. They lead by nine with 42 and a half seconds left to play in the first half. And the front end of the one and one is good. And Atunas has five points. He's coming off that career high nine points last time out where he played a season high 26 minutes, more than doubling his season minutes. He had played 21 in the two games prior to that. And he drops them both in. He's now got half a dozen. And the Hawks will take a timeout, a 30 second timeout. 
with 42 and a half seconds to play. We'll keep it right here, take a look at some of our stats, individual stats here from the first half. Tuma with 10, Shields with nine, Gunnick and Stovall with eight, Whitewater, Malensic leading the way with seven, Schultz, Hunt, and Atunas with half a dozen. Brom with four rebounds for Whitewater, Tuma with two. Head over to the women's game, being held at the Williams Center down in Platteville. And uh, yeah, wonder if their stats froze. That one's at 13-9, but 9.55 to play in the second quarter. So might have a little bit of a stats issue going on in Platteville. Maybe uh, the lines froze. Balmy out today, by the way, here in South Central Wisconsin. Actually reaching double figures. And now the official's going to talk about something here. As Whitewater called the timeout, they're going to put heavy pressure on the inbound pass in the backcourt. Hunt will be guarding the inbound. Tuma, who will be able to run here. Tuma looking with the long pass, but instead gets it over into the corner to Shields, who gets it back to Tuma, who brings it across, working against Hunt. Hunt gives to Shields. Gray guarding Shields as he's near the timeline. Gray still on Shields as he's using a screen from Fox, moving left to right. Now a three from the right corner is off the mark by Pearson and Whitewater. Hunt with the rebound. Hawks with the chance for the last possession here with 15 seconds left to play in our first half. Seven point deficit for Whitewater, Malensic. Between the arcs with six on the shot clock. Gives off into the left corner. Tunis wide open three. A little bit short. Rainey dives in for the rebound for Platteville. And that will bring us to the end of the first half. Whitewater leading Platteville, or Platteville I should say, leading Whitewater. 41 to 34 at the half. We're going to step away. We will have Wisconsin Radio Network news and sports for you at the half, and then we will come back and recap the first half of play. A 41-34 Platteville lead. They led by as many as nine in the first half. Whitewater able to knock it down to seven. Had a good look at a three to get it really close going into halftime, but Atunas just a little bit short on that one. We'll be back in... About seven or eight minutes here, you're listening to Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on Kicks 106.5. Seven-point deficit for the Warhawk men's basketball team at the half over or against Platteville. They led for good parts of that first half, but uh, Platteville just started to uh, run away a little bit. Towards the end, uh, Hawks, uh, Hawks were able to cut a deficit, a seven-point deficit down to just a couple, and then Platteville mounted uh, another run towards the end of the first half. It led by as many as nine. Whitewater did have a look. They had a look from the corner for a three at the buzzer, but just a little bit short by Tunis, and they couldn't convert. And this one just all comes down to shooting. Uh, Platteville... 67%, 16 of 24 in the first half, five of eight from distance. That's 62.5% and four of four at the free throw line. Whitewater, one more shot, but they're 13 of 25, 52%. So they're right in their season shooting range. 
five of 10 from distance, which is pretty darn good, but just not quite as good as Platteville so far tonight. Three of four at the free throw line. Rebounding, plus one for the Hawks, 11 to 10. They have four offensive rebounds to just one for Platteville. Those offensive rebounds have given them a 7-3 lead in second chance points. Both teams with eight points off of turnovers. Whitewater with twice as many turnovers as Platteville, six to three in that category. Points in the paint, Platteville plus six, 22 to 16. That first half featured three ties and eight lead changes. Take a look at some individual stats. Kyle Tuma leading the way for the Pioneers. He has 10 points. He has a couple of blocks in that first half of play. Quinton Shields has nine points in the first half to go with four assists. Eight points each for Stovall and Gunnick. Four points for Justin Fox. Two points for Rainey. He also has two rebounds in that first half of play. Logan Pearson, no points in 15 minutes, one board and one assist. McCann, about four minutes of play, no points, one rebound. Ben Probst in about six and a half minutes, no points, a rebound, a couple of assists. And Cam Paskey in about three minutes, no points and one rebound. For Whitewater, Malensic, the leading scorer, he's got seven, one rebound, one assist for Malensic. Six points for Etunis as he's added an assist. Six points as well for Hunt. He's got three boards and a, an assist. Will Schultz had a really nice uh, first few minutes in that, in that first half as he picked up six points in the first, uh, first about three minutes, not quite three minutes of the, of the first half. Two of three shooting, one of two from distance, one of one at the free throw line. He also has a rebound. Four points for Derek Gray. He also has an assist. Three points for Brom. He's leading all players with four rebounds in that first half. Two points, a rebound, an assist, and a block for Chisholm. And no points in about ten and a half minutes for Hoyting. No points in about nine and a half minutes for Hunt. Hunt with a couple of assists in his time. 41 34, the lead for Platteville here after one half of play and uh, trying to check in on the women's game at Platteville for you and looks like their lines may have frozen as that one is stuck in the second quarter. See if we can get some video going to give you an update on that one. In the meantime, remind you that tonight's play-by-play -play coverage of Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on Kicks 106.5 is brought to you by Lake Country Heating and Cooling, your Bryant dealer in Jefferson County. Also, Bill Stroop Insurance, well-known and respected for providing outstanding customer service to farmers and property owners year after year. We invite you to join us as partners for these games on Kicks 106.5 for the rest of the season. We're a little bit more than halfway done, but happy to edge you on with your support for Warhawk Athletics. Coming up for the Hawks, 
They will travel to Platteville for the men, that game on Friday, and then they will host Stout next Wednesday, a game that we'll have for you here on Kicks 106.5. And then the final game of the season, they will be up in Menominee to play the Blue Devils on February 26th. The WIAC Championship is scheduled for March 1st. More information will be forthcoming on all of that. For the Pioneers, they will, of course, host Whitewater on Friday, and then they will travel to Lacrosse next Wednesday, and they will be at home next Friday against Lacrosse. And they uh, are three and one right now in the conference. They are half a game ahead of Oshkosh at two and one, Whitewater at one and two, and Stevens Point at one and three. That's the standings in the East. In the West. Lacrosse leads the way at three and one. Then you have Eau Claire and River Falls coming into tonight at two and two, and Stout at one and three. A look around the conference on the men's side, Lacrosse and Stout, the three and one, one and three game. And it's a 19 point lead for Lacrosse as they're at the half. Eau Claire and River Falls, and we don't have an update on that one. And the Oshkosh game is 35-29 in favor of Oshkosh at the half over Stevens Point. So that's where things stand on the men's side. On the women's side, 31-28 lacrosse over Stout. That game now at the half. Eau Claire and River Falls. And we don't have an update on that one. And Stevens Point and Oshkosh. Oshkosh more than doubling up Stevens Point as they're about ready to start the third quarter. 43 to 21. We're just about ready to get underway with the second half here with Platteville leading Whitewater by seven. The Hawks will inbound as they switch sides and Whitewater will now be moving Left to right as Malensic brings it across the timeline. Gives to Gray over to Atunis on the left wing. Straight on Malensic. Three and off the front of the rim and backboard and out. And the rebound is grabbed by Stovall for Platteville. Shields working against Hunt. Uses a screen from Stovall. Moving to the left side. Gives off onto the left wing to Gunning. Feeds underneath to Stovall. Backing up Chisholm, Chisholm contested, ball partway down and out, and Malensic with the rebound for Whitewater. Malensic down the near sideline, gives off to Atunis, right wing, straight on for Hunt, over to Malensic on the right wing again, looking underneath for Chisholm, nowhere to go with it. Atunis tries to feed Chisholm, it's tipped away by Gunnink, and now Gunnink down the left blocks, ball's knocked away by Atunis, but they're gonna call a foul against Atunis. That will be his first. And the first against the team, and that will put the Pioneers at the line. Gunning, 12 of 15 on the season. Check that, four of six on the season, looking at the wrong side. He now has nine points as he hits on the first. Second one away, and a little too hard on that one, and Brom will chase down the rebound in the short left corner. So Hawks trail now by eight with a minute gone here in the second half. Brom on the right wing inside the three-point arc, standing with the ball. They swing it around to a Tunis on the left wing. 
Atunas, one dribble, uses it up, gives to Malencic with 10 on the shot clock. Malencic uses a Chisholm screen, moving to the right side, picks up his dribble, gives to Hunt. Hunt, step back, two is good from the right wing. Or check that, Gray has half a dozen in the game now for Gray. For the Hawks, a minute and a half gone here in the second half. 42-36, the lead for the Pioneers. Gunnink on the right wing. Guarded by Atunis, straight on. Stovall gives off to the left wing for Pearson, drives to the free throw line, kicks it back out. They find Stovall underneath. He's able to back up Chisholm and lays it off the glass and in. Stovall in double figures with 10 points in the contest. Back up to an eight point lead for Platteville. Chisholm tries to pass it off to Atunis as he was in the air and instead dishes to Gunning for Platteville. Turnover by the Hawks, a long three left wing by Tuma off the front of the rim, right to Atunis for the rebound in the paint. He gives off to Malensic for a three, rattles partway down and out the rebound by Chisholm in the putback by Chisholm. He now has four points in the game. Came in averaging over 11 and a half for Whitewater. 17 and a half to play in the game. Six point deficit for the Hawks. Oh, there's a dunk by Stovall. He got free underneath. And the nice feed by Shields and Stovall has a dozen. 46, 38, 17, 15 to play. Brom over to Malensic on the left wing. Malensic looking, nowhere to go with it. Uses screen from Chisholm to the free throw line. Dishes out to Brom. Brom in the paint. And he's off target to the left off the glass. And the rebound trying to save it is Gray, but it goes off of him out of bounds and it'll be Platteville basketball. And checking in for Whitewater for the first time will be Jack Quinlevin. Quinlevin, a 6'9 junior out of Mequon, transferred from DePaul University where he was on the basketball team last year. Competed also at the JUCO D1 Harkham College, Pennsylvania in fall 2019. Transferred to MATC in the spring. Played 11 games for Harkham. Heavy pressure by Whitewater, nearly forces a turnover in the backcourt, but Tuma is able to secure it, brings it across with a between the leg dribble working against Brom. Pearson on the right wing. They dish off short right corner for Stovall. He backs up Quinlevin, contested shot. Can't get anything but the backboard and the rebound grabbed by Atunis for the Hawks. Brom left wing, guarded by Tuma. Gives to Quinlevin, he swings it around right side to Gray. Gray uh, tries a pass underneath to Brom and it's kicked away by Shields. It'll remain Whitewater basketball. Checking in for Platteville is McCann and he will replace Gunning. And now a late substitution by the Pioneers. They will send in Rainey. Rainey will replace Tuma. Three and a half minutes gone here in the second half and the Hawks trail by eight. Deficit has increased by a point here. Malensic off the inbound pass, backs it up behind the arc on the right wing, gives to Gray. Gray swings to a Tunis on the left wing, finds the lane, dishes off to Quinlevin, and Quinlevin lays it off the glass and in. He's got his first points of the game. 46-40, half dozen point lead, four minutes into the second half of play, Shields working against Gray. Gray knocks the ball away, and we're gonna have a foul underneath. 
Stovall doing the splits and Quinn Levin apparently forced him to. That's the first against Quinn Levin, the second against the Hawks, and that will lead us to a timeout. Hunt is going to check in off of the timeout, and we will step away for 30. 46-40, Platteville over Whitewater with 16 to play in the game. You're listening to Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball and kicks 106-5. Hawks have decreased their deficit by one here, 46-40, four minutes into the second half of play. Against Platteville, Platteville 11th ranked team in the country. Coming in three and one on the season, the Pioneers, they dropped their game at Oshkosh, second game of the season, 77 to 68. Last year, faced St. Thomas in the second round of the tournament, a fourth ranked team in St. Thomas, eighth ranked team in Platteville. Something that probably should have been seen a little later on, but wasn't in the tournament. They get it in up top to Rainey. Swing around to the right side for McCann. McCann guarded by Atunis. Pearson feigns a three from right of the circle. Shields with 10 on the shot clock. Finds a lane and lays it up. Ooh, he is good. He's got that first step that really loses defenders, and he's got 11 points in the game. Hawks up 36-32 on the women's side in Platteville with eight minutes to play in the third quarter there. 48-40 here at the Ketchell Gymnasium. Platteville leads. Gray with it on the left wing. Gives to Quinn Levin. Free throw line extended left side. Hands off to Malencic. Contested shot. Partially blocked. Rebound Rainey for Platteville. Shields. Over to McCann. McCann dribbling to the left side. Tries to get it around. Hunt, and Hunt kicks it away out of bounds. Hoytink will check in for Whitewater. In for Platteville will be Tuma and Fox. Hoytink wearing 23. That would have been Equan Ard's number. Chisholm's going to check in for Quinlevin. But Ard's is out for the year with a leg injury. So Whitewater won't have his services regardless of how long the season goes. Shields at the free throw line. They kick it out on the left wing for Fox. Low left wing now for Tuma. Cutting across the free throw line. Dishes off to the right side. Is able to get it to McCann. And McCann drives baseline and lays it up and in. And the Pioneers lead is double figures for the first time in this game. 50 to 40. They lead the Hawks 14-40 to play in the second half. Chisholm right wing. Working his way against Fox, backing Fox up, now kicking it out to Hoytink. Hoytink leaves baseline on the left side for, for Hunt. They get it out to Malensic. Hoytink, a three, and he gets it to spiral down the drain from the right side. Hoytink is first points of the game, and it's a seven-point deficit for Whitewater. On the other end, Tuma misses a shot. The rebound is tipped out by Fox and picked up by McCann. Over to the right side, Shields. Shields cut off by Hoytink, outside the blocks, mid post right side, trying to work his way in. Loses the basketball as he does it. Tunis picks it up for the Hawks. Rare turnover by the Pioneers. Malensic down the near sideline, left-handed dribble to the free throw line. 
Fires over the right wing for Etunas. Etunas working his way against McCann. Leaves it out on the left side for Hunt now. Hunt decides to put up a three and he overshoots everything. And an easy rebound on the other side for Shields who will casually bring it across the timeline coming over to the near sideline working against Hoyting. Uses screen over to the right side. Dishes off to Tuma for a three. Tuma off the near side rim and a foul on the rebound and that foul will go against Fox. That will be his second and the first against the team. Probst and Pearson check in for Platteville. A lot of peas there. A little bit of a cleanup under the basket. Seven point lead for the Pioneers. Whitewater will have the basketball with 13.20 to play in the second half. Malensic across, moving over the left side. Hoytink drops down into the left corner. Malensic now cutting to the right. Free throw line extended right side gives to Hoytink. Chisholm working against Fox, gets to the basket, overshoots everything, but the foul will be called against Fox as he will pick up his third. Be a shooting foul. The second against the team. And Chisholm at the line. He is one of three on the season from the free throw line. Hits the first. Chisholm's got five. Checking in for Platteville will be Gunning and Stovall. Second free throw coming from Chisholm. Trying to narrow this deficit even further. And he's able to. Down to a five-point lead for Platteville. Chisholm has six points in the game. Platteville able to beat the pressure. They had a two-on-one. I don't think Gunning saw it, though, but he leaves it out for Pearson. Right wing three, too strong. Chisholm with the rebound, but has it knocked away by Tuma, and it's grabbed by Stovall on the left wing. Platteville gets to reset. Gunning along the far sideline. Working against Hoyting, gives to Probst on the beak of the Hawk, over into the right corner. Gunning a three, good. Gunning with three triples in the game, doubling his total on the season, and it's back up to an eight-point lead for Platteville, 53-45. Malensic down the left blocks, has to kick it out to Hunt. Hunt back to Malensic to reset. Malensic at the free throw line, pulls up and drops it in. Malensic with nine points, his first points here in the second half. Gunning will hold it along the far sideline, wait for all the blue jerseys to get there. They feed underneath for Stovall. Stovall gives it to Probst, and Probst is tied up by Conahan, I believe it was, and it'll be an alternating possession. As we enter into a timeout, Shields will check in for Platteville and we will step away for 30. 53-47, six point lead for Platteville, 12 minutes to play in the game. You're listening to Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on Kicks 106.5. In the Williams Center in Whitewater, it's the Pioneers 53 and Whitewater 47. At Bo Ryan Court in the Williams Fieldhouse in Platteville. The Whitewater women with a narrow lead in that one. I believe it was 40-37 last time I checked. Right now Maya Domask at the free throw line for the Pioneers as she hits one of two. 
down the street in Platteville. And Whitewater with a two-point lead with five minutes to play in the third quarter of that one. Pioneers will inbound. Shields will look to get it in. Atuna's guarding on the inbound. Shields looking for somewhere to go. Gets it into Tuma. Tuma outside the blocks. Left side, mid post. Couple of dribbles. Gives off to Stovall right wing. Feigns a three. And then he hands off to Pearson. Now Shields with 10 on the shot clock. Shields between the leg dribbles. Tries to break a double team. Is able to get a shot off and lands it. Wow. He is something special, 13 points for Shields, an eight point lead for the Pioneers with 11 and a half to play in the game. Malensic on the right wing, been rather quiet for him. Malensic straight on, gives back to Chisholm on the right wing. Chisholm tries to get it all the way across to Brahm and Tuma steps in like a safety and picks that one off with one hand and it's Platteville basketball. Tuma guarded by Brahm. Gives over to Shields on the right wing. Tries to feed underneath, and we're going to have a foul that will go against Quinlevin. He's going to pick up his second, trying to work against Stovall. Quinlevin, a junior out of Mequon, appearing in his second game. And trying to guard Justin Stovall, a senior. For this Platteville team, one of the best players in the WIAC. Tuma trying to work his way around Chisholm. A lot of body that they let him get into Chisholm. And he gets to the glass and lays it up and in. He's got a dozen in the game. Came in averaging 10 on the season. Malensic down the left blocks. Goes with the left-handed scoop layup and lays it up and in. And he's now got 11 points in the game. The feed to Stovall, and Stovall stepped out of bounds baseline as he tried to kick it out to Tuma for a three attempt, and it'll be a turnover to Whitewater. Forty, 57-49, eight point lead for Platteville, Whitewater with it. To my right, Malensic down the left block, splits a double team, scoop layup is good. Malensic now with 13 points in the game as he's starting to heat up here in the second half. 57-51 midway through our second half of play. Shields on the right wing guarded by Tunis. They swing it to Tuma on the left wing over to Stovall. A long two, toes were on the line, hits it off the backboard and rim and Malensic comes down with the board for Whitewater. Gives to Chisholm right wing. Conahan at the top of the key, looking for somewhere to go with it. Chisholm, right of the circle, pivoting. Gives to Malensic, 10 on the shot clock. Right wing for Malensic. Gets a screen from Quinn Levin. Loses the basketball in the free throw circle. Chases it down, battle for the basketball. They'll call held ball. And possession arrow will keep it with Whitewater, but just three seconds on the shot clock for the Hawks. And Fox will check in for Platteville. He'll replace Stovall. So Hawks will need to get something in and get off a quick shot with three seconds on the clock. 9.29 to play here in the first half. Six point deficit. Etunis is gonna check into the game for Whitewater. They're gonna put him in for Quinlevin. Malensic will inbound on the far sideline. Gets it in to Chisholm, who underhand tosses it to Malensic. Malensic 
gets held up a little bit by Shields as he tried to go to the basket. And they're gonna have the clock expire and it'll be a turnover based on the shot clock expiring for Whitewater. Couldn't get a shot off. Six point deficit, two on one underneath. But instead of taking a shot, Fox dishes it out to Tuma for a straight on three and it's good. Tuma now with 15 points equaling his season high in an 88-75 win over Oshkosh back on February 3rd. Conahan, and now we have a foul called against the Pioneers. That will go against Gunning. That is his third, and the third against the team. McCann will check in for Gunning. Gunning picked up four fouls in the first two games, but just one foul in each of the last two games. Here he has three with nine minutes to play. Probst will check in for Shields. So neither of the big cannons out there for Platteville. A chance for Whitewater here to cut into this lead. Atunis finds some space between a double team and the scoop layup is good. He's got eight points in the game. The deficit is seven for the Hawks. Season high, career high for Atunis is nine. On the right side, Propes gives off to Fox. Fox right wing, uses one dribble, has to dish it off to Propes in the right corner, working against Conahan. Nice little spin move and throws it up off the glass and gets it to fall from the mid post on the right side. Propes with his first points of the game. Nine point lead again for Platteville with 8.15 to play in the game. Atunis gives to Conahan on the right wing. Conahan trying to look underneath. Now circling around, he stepped out of bounds, trying to drive baseline and kick it out to Malencic for a corner three. As Gray will check in and he will replace Conahan. 62-53, the Hawks trail. Checking in for Platteville will be Rainey. And now they're gonna send in Hoidink. Late as Malencic will check out for Whitewater. So Shields and Stovall on the bench for Platteville and Whitewater not able to cut into the Platteville lead. Tuma brings it down the near sideline on the left wing, looks to give out to the middle. Finally is able to get it to Rainey. Rainey gives off to McCann. They swing it around left wing for Rainey. Rainey uses a screen off to Probst at the top. Right wing McCann, and we're gonna have a foul, and they're gonna call that against Chisholm. Chisholm palms to the sky as he had hit the court on one knee and thought it was gonna be a foul called the other way. So we're gonna have a timeout, a media timeout, and checking in will be Stovall for Platteville. A nine point Platteville lead. Whitewater has not been able to get it under six. It's been six to 10 for most of this second half here. 62-53, Platteville leads. We'll be back in 30. You're listening to Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on kicks 106.5. 62-53, the Pioneers lead. And Stovall checking in. Whitewater looked to have a good opportunity to cut in that lead as Platteville gave Stovall and Shields the rest at the same time, but Whitewater unable to make any headway cutting into that deficit. 
7.46 to go, 62-53 Pioneers, and Pioneers will inbound off the timeout. Probst looking to get it in, left of the offensive basket, gets it into McCann. McCann in the right corner, gives to Fox. Quinn Levin checked in off the timeout for Whitewater. Stovall on the right wing with Quinn Levin on him. 10 on the shot clock. At the free throw line, Propes kicks it out for Rainey. Rainey trying to circle around baseline. Ball is knocked away out of bounds by Hunt as he was trying to get it into the short left corner to Fox. Three seconds left on the shot clock for Platteville as they're going to inbound it. Right of the offensive basket now as Propes looks in. Propes trying to get it in. Gray guarding the inbound. They get it into Stovall. Catch and shoot for Stovall off the front of the rim, off the glass, and coming down with the big rebound is Hunt. And Hunt is fouled by Rainey. That is the second against Rainey, the fourth against the team. Good, strong rebound by Hunt racing in there for Whitewater as Hunt picks up his fifth rebound of the game. At Tunis, they swing it around to Hunt on the left wing. Hunt to Hoidink. Hoidink, Quinn Levin straight on, hands off to Hoidink. Hoidink runs into a double team, gives off to Gray for a three right of the circle. Good, Derek Gray from distance. And it's a nine point night for Gray. Previous high had been two in the 91-78 win at Stevens Point. So a nice night for the first team, all big eight conference selections. The senior, and then he comes away with a steal, but it goes out of bounds right in front of Coach Guard, and the officials say it was off of gray. Malensic will check into the game for Whitewater. And he is going to come in for Hoidink. Checking in for the Pioneers late will be Pearson. Gray, first team, all Big 8 conference selections as a senior. Went to La Follette High School in Madison. Second team, Wisconsin State Journal. All area boys basketball team. Averaged almost 15 points a game. Six rebounds. Couple of assists. Couple of steals that senior year. And now we have a timeout as the uh, officials might be slipping or trying to take care of a slick spot underneath the basket in the out of bounds area. They're spraying something down here. So a little bit of a cleanup on aisle seven. 62-56, the Hawks deficit is down to six with 6.47 to play in the game. This is as close as they've been able to get it. Tuma leads the way for Platteville. He's got 15. They've got four players in double figures. Shields with 13. Gunnick with a dozen. Stovall with a dozen. Whitewater, the only player in double digits is Malensic. He's got 13. Gray right on the cusp at nine. Atunis with eight. Brom leading the way in rebounds with five for the Hawks. Quinton Shields, he's dished off six assists in this game for Platteville. Looking to get it in is Rainey. Rainey gets it into Stovall on the left wing. Guarded by Quinn Levin. He sets the Shields to set it up. Shields in the left corner. Guarded by Malensic. Shields moving to his right. Ten on the shot clock. Pulls up for a three. Contested and good. Oh, my. No matter what he does, it's just dropping in tonight. He's got 16. It's back to a nine-point deficit for the Hawks with six and a half to play. Etunis on the right wing, ball is kicked out of bounds by Rainey, a power kick going for the corner of the goal with that one. 
And checking in for Platteville will be Gunnink. He will check in for Rainey. 20 on the shot clock. Nine point deficit for the Hawks. 6.19 to play. Both teams with four team fouls. Malensic fall back two from the baseline on the right side. Eight footer is good for Malensic. Malensic now has 15 points in the game. 65-58, the Hawks trail, six minutes to play. Gray trying to slow Shields down as he brings it across the timeline. Stovall on the right of the circle, over to the left wing for Gunning. Tuma feigned a three from way outside left of the circle, gives back to Gunning, and we're gonna have a foul called against Whitewater. And they'll inbound baseline. Malensic picks up the foul, that will be his first. Hoyting's gonna check in for Gray for Whitewater. We'll have the Whitewater women playing Platteville on Friday here on Kicks 106.5. Tuma feeds it underneath the Stovall, working against Quinlevin, dribbles in the paint, spins around Quinlevin, scoop layup is off the mark and the rebound tipped out to Hoyting. Hoyting gives to the left side to Atunis. Atunis trying to drive, cut off by a double team. He swings it back out and around to Hunt now on the right wing. They get it back to Atunis, left wing. Atunis working against Gunning. Gives to Quinn Levin with 10 on the shot clock straight on. Malensic using a Quinn Levin screen, moving to the right. Splits a double team, reverse layup, left-handed shot is off the bottom of the rim and the rebound grabbed by Pearson for Platteville. Down the far sideline in the front court for Shields, gives back to Tuma. Tuma to Shields. Shields trying to fire his way around Hoyting, loses the basketball and Whitewater had it, but it was kicked. Oh, by Atunis as he started to run. He kicked it and they, they're saying that it was intentional and they're gonna give it to Platteville as Stovall checks in and Fox, or checks out and Fox checks in. Coach Miller arguing the call on that one. Right wing, Gunning thought about a three, passes on it. Shields on the right side is able to race around Hoyting and he's gonna be fouled as he comes in from the low right post and a little slow getting up is Shields. Foul will go against Hoyting. That'll be his second and the sixth against the Hawks. A shooting foul that will put Shields at the line shooting two. Shields. Four of four in the game from the charity stripe and stays perfect. He's got 17 points in the game. His season high 19, well short of his career high of 31. Second free throw away is also good for Shields. Nine points in each half now for Shields. Rainey will check in for Gunning for Platteville. Back up to a nine point lead with 447 left to play. Whitewater with the basketball, Malensic moving it, gives to Hunt in front of the Hawks bench. Hoyting between the arcs, back to Malensic on the right wing, guarded by Pearson. Hunt trying to feed it underneath to Quinn Levin, ball is deflected and it's picked up by Fox for Platteville. Shields will bring it across, working against Hoyting. Gets a screen moving to the left side, down the left blocks, kicks it out for Tuma, back to Shields, underneath now for Fox. Fox out to Pearson in the right corner. He's cut off from his baseline drive. 10 on the shot clock for Shields. Shields races right by Hoyting to the basket. No, 
off the back iron, off the front and out and right into the hands of Quinn Levin for Whitewater. A rare miss tonight for Shields and Malensic able to tiptoe along the baseline, reverse layup falls, but they're gonna say a foul before the shot. No continuation there. The foul will go against Pearson. That's his first and the team's fifth. That will bring us to another media timeout with under four minutes left to play in the game. 67-58, the Hawks trail Platteville. We'll be back in 30. You're listening to Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on Kicks 106.5. At the Williams Center in Whitewater, 67-58, Platteville leads in Platteville on Bo Ryan Court in the Williams Fieldhouse. The Hawks, the Hawk women just took a 54-52 lead with eight and a half minutes left to play in their game. Platteville playing them strong in that one. We'll have that rematch coming up here on Friday. Broadcast starts at 6.50 p.m. with our pregame show, 7 o'clock with tip for the women. And of course the men will head to Platteville and they will play on the court, Bo Ryan Court, on Friday. And we'll keep you up to date on that game as we bring you the women's game. Whitewater will inbound. It'll be at Tunis looking out right of the offensive basket. Etunas gets it into Hoyting. Hoyting from the left side splits a double team and is able to lay it up and in. Nice little cut by Hoyting. He has five points in the game. Deficit down to seven. Hawks need to stop though. Checking in for Whitewater was Brom off of the timeout. Shields on the right wing. They find Fox wide open underneath and a nice little easy layup for Fox. He's got half a dozen. One point short of his season high. He had six points the last time out. 69-60 the lead for Platteville. The feed underneath to Chisholm. Trying to work against a triple team and he ends up going down to one knee. A little bit awkwardly and now holding his neck and it's gonna be a travel. Stovall will check in along with Pearson and now there is a Warning issued, a box warning issued against Coach Miller. 3.15 to play, nine point lead for Platteville. They look to inbound it against heavy pressure on the inbound by the Hawks. They're able to get into Chisholm in front of the Hawks bench. He gives it back to Tuma. Tuma working against Brom, trying to bring it across the timeline. Is able to do so with just two seconds to spare. Brom staying on him. Picks up his dribble near the beak of the hawk and gives it off to Shields. Stovall on the left wing. Gunnink in the left corner, 10 on the shot clock. Shields working against Malensic, pulls up. Malensic straight up with the block and Shields looking for a foul, no such luck. Brom comes down with the basketball for Whitewater. Malensic straight on, down the left blocks and he's fouled before he gets off the shot. He'll be at the line, I believe, those shooting the one and one at least. That will go against Shields, his first. Schultz checks into the game for Brom, and note that's the sixth team foul. They got it up there really quick, the team foul. So Whitewater will inbound, looking out right of the offensive basket. Atunis gets it in to Hoyting for a three from the left wing off the back iron, and Stovall with the rebound for Platteville. Platteville with a nine-point lead. They've led by double figures once in this game. They had a 10-point lead, but haven't extended it beyond that. Whitewater hasn't been able to get it to under six here in the second half. 
Gunning with it near the beak of the Hawk. 10 on the shot clock. They feed it to Stovall, working against Chisholm. Outside the blocks on the left side. Backs up Chisholm in the paint. Right-handed shot gets it to rattle down with just a second or two left on the shot clock. 14 points for Stovall. The biggest lead of the game for the Pioneers with two minutes to play. Oh, and there is Malensic splitting a triple team to the basket, getting it to drop and one, and Stovall will pick up his third foul. Stovall, 69% shooter on the season, had been only shooting 56% in the last couple of games. Here tonight, 50%. So for him, another troublesome night, but he still put up the points. Malensic at the line, trying to convert the three-point play, and he does. Malensic now with 18 points in the game. 71-63 and a timeout taken by Tuma as he was having trouble getting it in as the Hawks were heavily contesting the inbound pass. Take a look at our leaderboard for Platteville. They have four players in double figures in this game, which is a the big reason that they're they're winning this one here. 18 points by Shields, 15 by Tuma, 14 by Stovall, a dozen by Gunning. Outside of that, you have Fox with six and then three players with two points apiece. For the Hawks, leading the way is Malensic with 18 and then nine points for Gray, eight for Etunas and then six for Hunt and six for Schultz, along with Chisholm, who's been rather quiet underneath for Whitewater. Whitewater shooting 57%, but the Pioneers shooting 60%. Both teams really good from distance as well. Eight of 17 for Platteville, seven of 16 for Whitewater. Free throw line, seven of eight for the Pioneers, six of seven for the Hawks. Hawks plus four in rebounds. We had eight lead changes, three ties in this game, but all of those in the first half. The Hawks' last lead came about midway through the first half when they led 20 to 19. Largest lead in this one for Platteville has been 11. Platteville with just five turnovers, Whitewater with 13 turnovers. We talked about that in the pregame. But even with that differential in turnovers, points off turnovers just plus four for Platteville. 71-63, Tuma, long inbound pass, and Malensic goes and breaks it up. Got in there, Pearson was able to haul it in, but Malensic went up against him using some of those football skills and was able to rip it out of his hands, and then Pearson fouled. And he fouled Chisholm, who picked up the loose basketball. Shields will check in here for Platteville. Eight-point deficit for Whitewater, and Chisholm hits the front end of the one-and-one. One. His last three points have been from the charity stripe. He has seven in the game, came in averaging 11.7. Second one is also good. Half a dozen here in the second half. Well, Hawks have something cooking. Down six with 1.52 to play. This is where they've been several times in this game, but they haven't been able to convert. Tuma 
trying to bring it across against Schultz, and he does with just a second to spare for Tuma. If Schultz would have put some pressure on, the Hawks might have gotten a 10-second call. Tuma kicks it out into the right corner to Gunning. He dribbles out of there. Shields with 10 on the shot clock. Shields trying to work against Hoyting. Pulls up at the free throw line off the front of the rim. Rebound tipped a couple of times. Picked up by Atunis with 80 seconds left to play. Hawks trail by half a dozen. Malencic at the free throw line. Down the left blocks. Contested shot off the front of the rim. Schultz had the rebound and then lost it. And now they're going to call a foul against the Hawks. It'll be Malencic for a hold. It'll be his second. And that will put Platteville at the line and shooting the one and one will be Pearson. Pearson nine of 12 on the season. Pearson came in averaging 10 and a half points, only looking for his first points of the game in this one. And is able to get it with that first free throw. So again, Hawks with a big chance with that possession. If Schultz could have held on he had a potential putback. Rainey will check in for Platteville and Stovall will check out with three fouls. Long inbound to Malensic near the timeline with 69 seconds to play in the game. Hawks trail by eight. Malensic is passed to Schultz, is knocked away and picked up by Rainey. And with a minute left to play, Rainey able to find Pearson underneath, nobody on him. He cuts from the right side baseline, lays it up and in, and from no points to four in about 20 seconds for Pearson. 10-point lead for Platteville. Malensic to the basket, a double team falling back, somehow gets it to fall, and he'll be at the line trying to make it a three-point play as Pearson has also picked up his third foul, the ninth team foul against Platteville. Hunt will check in. Malensic at the line. He's got 13 here in the second half, 20 now in the game as Gray will check in for Tunis. Malensic, the leading scorer in the game, the two point guards. Malensic 20, Shields 18. Malensic adds another. He's got 21. Again, Hawks. Pressure on the inbound, and that pass is high off the fingertips of Gunning, but he's able to haul it in. And Gray with the steal, but it goes out of bounds. He was going for the foul on that, I believe, and ended up almost coming away with the steal as Tuma didn't see him. It'll be Platteville basketball, though, with 43 seconds left to play, and Whitewater will take a timeout as Platteville will inbound with 25 seconds on the shot clock. The Hawks will take a full timeout. We'll keep it here with just 43 and a half to play and remind you that tonight's coverage of Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on Kicks 106.5 is brought to you by Fort Healthcare Therapy and Sports Center and Orthopedic Associates and First Citizen State Bank with locations in Whitewater, Palmyra, and East Troy. If you'd like to join our partner team, make sure you give us a call at the station. You can Find the number at 940WFAW.com. We'd love to have you join us for Whitewater Warhawks basketball the rest of the way and any other Hawk sports that we end up being able to uh, bring you here on Kicks 106.5. The WIAC, of course, today, if you haven't heard, announced that they will have a season for spring sports. That includes softball, baseball, and some track and field as well. So there will be some other sports. We'll then see if we 
in the past have covered some of the softball and baseball when it got into tournament time. Probably not going to be a national tournament, but the WIAC has promised a champion to come out of the conference. In Platteville, the Whitewater women, a five-point lead and the basketball with about three minutes left to play in that game as the Pioneers have played them tough. And here, a seven-point deficit for the Hawks. And Platteville inbounding with 43 and a half seconds left to play. The Hawks need a steal or they're going to have to foul right away if they want to try and extend this one. You have Gunning, you have Rainey out there, Pearson along with Shields who races in the backcourt and gets it from Tuma. That's the five for Platteville. Shields trying to get a, a face a double team and get it across. He's able to get it across to Rainey. Tuma picks it up and they're gonna foul Tuma. It will be Hunt that will foul Tuma and that is the second against Hunt. And the eighth against the Hawks will put Tuma at the line shooting the one and one. Schultz and Atunis into the game for Whitewater. Tuma on the season, seven of 10 at the free throw line. In his career, an 80% free throw shooter. Last year was all the way up to 82%. So a little bit lower than his averages, but he knocks down the first one. And Tuma with 16 points in the game, his season best and too short of equaling his career high. Second one away is also good. Checking in for Platteville will be Propes. He will replace Gunning. Hawks trail by nine with a little more than 30 seconds left to play in this one. Malensic picks it up after it gets rolled into him by Hunt. Malensic down the left blocks. Malensic little touch floater and he's not able to knock it down off the near side rim. The ball gets knocked out of bounds by Platteville. It will remain Hawks ball with 25.2 seconds left now on the clock here in the game. Gunning will check in for Probst. Whitewater women, their lead has narrowed to three with two and a half minutes to play in that one in Platteville. Hunt against Rainey, gets to the basket off the backboard, off the rim and out, and the rebound is grabbed by Gunning, and he's going to be fouled by the Hawks. And he'll be at the line shooting the one and one. The foul will go against Atunis. That will be his second. And at any point in time from now on out, both teams shooting two in the final 20 seconds. Gunning came in four of six from the charity stripe on the season, and the front end is good. Both teams shooting lights out no matter where from here tonight when you look at the percentages. 13 for Gunning, and now add another. He's got 14 points in the game. Whitewater women, their lead is now down to one with two minutes to play on Bo Ryan Court. Malensic racing. Out of control, losing the basketball for a moment, getting it back, and Platteville fouled him. That might have been why he lost it. That will be Rainey in his third, and that'll put Malensic at the line shooting two as Gunning's gonna check into the game for Platteville. And Gray waiting to come in for the Hawks. Malensic already at over 20 in the game, makes the second or first, now up to 22 points. As the subs check in, also Brom coming in for Whitewater for Schultz. 
10-point lead for Platteville, 15 seconds left to play. Malensic's second free throw, rattles out, can't get it to drop, Tuma with the rebound, and Whitewater, Tuma long inbound to Pearson, he'll dish it off to Shields, Whitewater isn't gonna foul, and that will bring us to the end of the game as the Pioneers will take a 79-69 win over the Hawks. Whitewater falls to 1-3, 0-3 here at home, and Platteville wins their third straight as they improve to 4-1, the number 11 team in the country. We're going to step away for 60 seconds, and when we come back, we'll recap this one. A 79-69 Pioneers victory. You're listening to Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on Kicks 106.5. 79-69 Platteville with the win over Whitewater to improve to four and one on the season. Whitewater falling to one and three. Their lone win coming on the road. Both teams shot really well in this game. Platteville overall 29 of 49, over 59%, 8 of 17, 47% from distance, and 13 of 14 at the free throw line. Whitewater not far behind, 26 of 48, a little over 54%, 7 of 16, 44% from outside, and 10 of 12 at the free throw line. Platteville had a 41-34 lead at the half. They extended that lead by three, winning the second half 38-35 to take a 79-69 victory. Turnovers, 14 to six. Whitewater with 14, Platteville with six, but the points off turnovers, only plus four for Platteville, 16 to 12 in favor of the Pioneers. The Pioneers plus eight in the paint, 42 to 34. Oh, and the Whitewater women just fell behind by two with a late three by Platteville in the final minute of that game. We'll keep you up to date on that. Second chance points in favor of the Hawks, nine to six. Fast break points, five to three in favor of Platteville. Whitewater, the women just tying it with 31 seconds to play in Platteville, 61 apiece. Rebounding, 21 team rebounds for Platteville, 24 for Whitewater. So Whitewater came in plus three. They finished plus three in that category. Individually, leading the way in the for Platteville, 18 points for Quinton Shields. He also had seven rebounds, 17 points, three rebounds, a couple of blocks for Kyle Tuma. 14 points, four rebounds for Stovall, 14 points, a couple of rebounds for Gunning, six points for Justin Fox, four points for Pearson to go with a couple of rebounds, and then two points for McCann, as well as Propes and Rainey. Rainey added three rebounds, an assist, and a steal. Cam Paskey saw a few minutes in that first half, no points for Paskey. For Whitewater, Leading all scorers was Malensic. He had 22 points, three rebounds, a couple of assists, a steal, and a couple of blocks in the game. Nine points for Derek Gray. Eight points for Tra uh, Trayvon Chisholm with three rebounds, an assist, and a couple of blocks. Eight points also for John Atunis with three rebounds, a couple of assists, and a steal. Six points for Briante Hunt with four rebounds in the game. Six points and a rebound for Will Schultz as he had back-to-back -back career games scoring-wise. All six of his points came in the first couple of minutes of the first half. 
JT Hoydink had five points in the game for the Hawks, a rebound and an assist. Three points for Jack Brom to go with six rebounds as he led everybody in that category. And two points for Jack Quinlevin to go with a rebound. No points for Conahan for Whitewater. He did have a couple of assists. Platteville with the chance to almost play for last shot and they're gonna be fouled with uh, 12 seconds left to play on the women's game. Game is tied at 61 apiece. And it looks like the Hawks had one to give at least there, so they wasted some time off the clock at least. There were eight lead changes and three ties in the game, all of those coming in the first half of play. Whitewater, their last lead came midway through the first half of action. And Platteville with the buzzer beater and it just falls out on the women's side. It was a good shot and it just, gravity took it the wrong way. So they're gonna go into overtime in Platteville, the women will. Here though, it was 79-69 in regulation, the men falling to the Pioneers. Platteville improves to four and one on the season. Whitewater falls to one and three. We will have the rematch of whatever happens in the final overtime here for the women. We'll have that rematch for you on Friday from the Catchell Gymnasium. We'll start that broadcast at 6.50 p.m. here on Kicks 106.5. For our studio engineer, Radio Ron, I'm Don Wadowitz. The final again from the Ketchell Gymnasium. The Whitewater men fall to the 11th ranked Platteville Pioneers, 79-69. Remember, live life to the fullest, be good to one another, and we'll talk to you on Friday. You've been listening to Whitewater Warhawks men's basketball on Kicks 106.5.